Podcast. My name's Stu Turley, President and CEO of the Sandstone Group. And we got in a wild ride today, and I'll tell you, Michael's on assignment again. I think he's goofing off at the beach, but let's get started. I'll tell you, again, thank you to all the people that are listening to the show. Thank you for uh, all the guests that we have lined up. I want to give a shout out to uh, Doomberg. He was a hoot. Go check out Doomberg and uh, and subscribe to his podcast, his uh, Substack. But um, uh, the show we got lined up today is just nutty. First story coming around the corner is nuclear phase out increases CO2 emissions from electrical generation. <laughs> you can't beat that. Under new Texas law, Texas will charge uh, electric drivers an extra $200 per year. We'll find out why. And then there's talks starting to avert a strike at Australia's biggest LNG terminal. What is that going to mean for uh, U.S. natural gas and what are the prices going up? There's another one going around the world now to China. Take a look at China's big plans for uh, Limpopo and why locals should be concerned. You got to pick a story with Limpopo on it. It's just something you have to do. Then you take a look at Governor Josh Shapiro's wrong approach to grid reliability. Uh, this one's a really interesting story about Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro. And uh, they've even mentioned uh, Meredith Angwin in this story. So got to give a shout out to Meredith. She is a national treasure out there. Just wanted to uh, let you know there. She's the author of Shorting the Grid, uh, one of the best books I've ever written on the written written on the grid. So, all right. Our first story here, nuclear phase out increases CO2 emissions from electrical generation. A total of 13% more emissions came from electricity uh, production in Belgium in the first half of the year compared to the same uh, period the year before. Why did that happen? When we take a look at the CO2 emissions recorded in February to July 2022, uh, they were 13% higher. They rose uh, 146 to 168 grams of uh, CO2 per kilowatt hour. They're supposed to be conservative, but let's take a look down here. And it is the emissions tend to decrease as Belgium enters period of weather, which are more conductive for the use of renewable energy. That's pretty important as well, too. You're not always going to have there and you have to have the nuclear uh, information or the inform um, uh, electrical generation there. Energy generation from France is polluting more than in France. Belgium is polluting more uh, in than in France, which has a higher uh, group of uh, nuclear. Um, in Germany, forty eight uh, six four hundred and sixty eight eighty six grams. Andy, let's back up and cut this last little bit out there where I was stumbling. Compared to CO2 emissions in February to July, those recorded in the same period were 13% higher. Emissions rose from 146 grams to 168 grams uh, of CO2 per kilowatt hour. 
And even those are said to be uh, conservative. Energy generation, therefore, is worse in Belgium than it is in neighboring France. France has so much more nuclear, 72 grams. Now, which is just there's a significant difference between 146 and 72. We're talking about half. When you take a look at Germany, Germany has 486 grams and the Netherlands has 349. Why does the Netherlands have so much less? They've got a lot of hydro. They got a lot of natural gas as well. So when you're talking about coal fire plants, yes, coal fire plants are bad. But when you take a look at CO2 emissions, you got to have nuclear and you got to have hydro in order to do it. So just trying to rely on renewables is not going to do it. Under the new state law, next story coming around the block is uh, Texas will bill electric vehicle drivers for an extra $200 per year. I find this kind of odd in Plano. Tony Federico bought his Tesla five years ago because he was spending lots of money on gas. But They will change slightly uh, in September 1 when Texas will start charging an additional fee of $20 a year. Uh, He's quoted in this article as saying it just seems arbitrary with no logic behind it, but I'm going to have to pay it. And uh, I would agree with it. It seems arbitrary, but it is because of uh, the road construction repairs. The weight of the cars uh, is uh, a lot. I mean, when you sit back and take a look at the batteries of a Tesla, it adds an estimated 5,000 pounds to the car, depending on the size of the car. The gasoline taxes go to the state highway fund, which is the Texas Department of Transportation calls its primary funding source. So when you take a look at the percentages of cars, Miss Producer, could you fly in this chart number of electric vehicles and then the percentage of electric vehicles? You can see the percentage is going up. Uh, and then when you take a look at the number of percentage of electric vehicles, it's less than one half of a percent, less than half of a percent of the vehicles in Texas were electric. So, hey, let's get more electric on the road. We got to fix the grid. And I think this is a good point. How are you going to repair the roads for all of the extra weight that they do apply? I kind of like it. I don't mind a, a, a electric car for a second car. Uh, I wouldn't be able to survive on an electric car with as much driving as I have to do. Talks start to avert strike at Australia's biggest LNG terminal. This one's pretty big. Uh, it is the biggest liquefied natural gas export in in Australia. Australia supplying a lot to Asia. The disruptions could go from, let's see here, it is strikes at the Woodside Chevron Corp, uh, which is 10% of global LNG supply at risk. That is nuts, especially when we cover how much um, LNG Europe still needs and Asia is still needs. It is going to make a huge difference. You can't make a 10% change in a commodity without really help having a significant impact. It's one we got to watch. I hope the talks go well. Let's take a look at China. 
Limp Popo. I'm sorry. I just had to do this story. A look at big China's big plans for Limpopo and why locals should be concerned. Limpopo in China and South Africa, large-scale industrial agreement for Limpopo in the next five years. They're talking about textbook neo-colonization, and it's just uh, China going in and, and really offering solutions Taking money back, they're giving away free money. The uh, Bricks and Road Initiative has really started this whole process off, giving money for projects, then they buy the project, and then China makes money, bigger money than if they were able to get the money uh, from the, the uh, a decent funding source. Why is China, with a country over 100 million people, uh, still living below the poverty line? They have 100 million people below the um, poverty line. And you sit back and take a look. The loan handouts as debt collection or debt colonialism is what this it's a death, uh, a debt trap that is being done by the West as well as China. And you take a look at the economic zone that is in here, South Africa, and according to the uh, recently Business Insider, the 4,600 megawatt coal-fired power plant's sole purpose is to electrify the industrial zone. China uh, has uh, is putting in coal plants in this area, and they're they're saying uh, 4,600 megawatt coal fire plant known as the China Power Plant uh, International Project, 12 million tons, a coking coal plant, 3 million tons of coal, uh, iron uh, plant, 3 million tons, a stainless steel plant, 3 million tons, manganese uh, powder plant, limestone, and apartment buildings, and everything else. Unbelievable amount of uh, money that they are uh, really putting into this. So take a look. If you get money at a low cost with strings attached, you might want to look where those strings are looking at. So last story coming around the corner here. Governor Josh Shapiro's wrong approach to grid reliability. Josh Shapiro is uh, Pennsylvania's governor. And in the Commonwealth, uh, he was sitting here and they have PJM, failure to keep the lights on with as little drama as reasonably possible during December's cold snap is the beginning of the reliability issues Pennsylvanians will face as the grid operator continues to accommodate more renewable energy while endorsing policies that speed up the retirement of nuclear or fossil fuel base capacity. Got to give a shout out to Meredith Anglin. Her book, Shorting the Grid, explains mandates for new renewable energy will not succeed in building grids that are 100% renewable, but will instead make grids more fragile and more expensive. I'll tell you what, Meredith is an absolute 
national treasure. Um, and when you sit back and take a look, her grid book, go, I'll have it in the show notes here. Read that book and you'll understand a lot more of why the grid is actually one of the most complex machines ever built. And um, you cannot change physics. You can't change uh, economics. You can't print money in order to get to renewable. Just visited with Deborah Wald, CEO of Green Lily, uh, and I guarantee you, she knows how to make w- renewable natural gas from waste. That is renewable to me. And when you talk about solar or wind, that you have to sust- have, and it's not sustainable financially. That to me is a real. Uh, worrisome issue. One of the uh, it's going to take Caesar Rodney Institute explains that each loss of gigawatt of baseload electricity generated by a coal and natural gas, as well as nuclear, requires three gigawatts of wind and solar to uh, replace it. I think that number is actually a little low. To replace the 40 gigawatts of baseload generation uh, required by 2030, we'll need to build 120 gigawatts of solar power. That number, I believe, is a little low using some of the crayon math that I use. And um, that's another, you know, I, I everything I've created in uh, models or construction, taking a look, that nameplate, gigawatt nameplate panel is always off. So if you need one gigawatt, you need to add another 180 uh, wind towers. So you're talking some serious issues here. And they say 120. I think it's closer to the 180. Anyway, with that, I hope everybody has an absolutely wonderful day. You're going to go out and knock it out of the park. You're going to have a great day at work. You're going to have a great day and just plan something. Hug your wife, hug your spouse, hug your kids, hug your neighbor. Thanks. I appreciate you guys. Have a great day.